Matthew chapter 26, um, we're here now at verse, uh, verse 39. And uh, I'll read verse 38. It says, then he said to them, my soul is deeper grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. Verse 39. And he went a little beyond them and fell on his face. Hmm. Yeah. And prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not as I will, but as your will. Amen. I want to talk about this morning facing life's toughest issues, part four. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for the word. Thank you for our time of worship. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Create in me, Lord, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us. Let your presence fall into this place today. Breathe on us today, Holy Spirit. Fill us afresh. Clear our minds. Give us a clear mind to hear. A heart to understand, Lord Father God. And Lord, a life to live the word. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. Thank you, ushers. Amen. 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 Facing life's toughest issues. We've been talking about in this series about how we ought to face issues. And not just issues, but life's toughest issues. I told you last week, you got to keep a clear mind. If your mind isn't clear, it's going to be difficult for you to handle some of these, some of the toughest issues in life. Now, I don't know what your toughest issue is today, uh, to date, <laughs> but I understand that some of us, we've probably faced some things and we were not pleased as to how we handled them. Are you with me? It's important that you Keep a clear mind. I told you also, you got to be careful and know when you reach your breaking point. A lot of us get to that breaking point. We never break, but we go back, and then we never deal with the fact that we were at our breaking point. I wish I had somebody. And, and, and I believe that, that, that when you get to that point in your journey, especially when you're facing life's toughest issues, amen, you, will make, you and I can make some wrong decisions. I don't know about you, but I've messed up some things because I did not deal with the fact that I was at my breaking point. Amen. I told you that you got to stay alert spiritually. Because if you're not alert spiritually, see, Jesus here is going to the cross. I just need to keep that in the backdrop for you. He's getting ready to go and be nailed on the cross. He's about to be beaten and spit on and and cursed at and 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 be disgraced and and be hanged on a cross with criminals he knows what he's getting ready to face 
The thing about us is that we don't have, amen, we don't know the long view. We don't know what's coming next, but we know that we're in a situation. Come on, somebody. And I, I want to say this to you. If, you. if you were to chronicle your life, you can see that some of the things you've been through, you've been through before, and you've probably been through them again and again, but yet we, are, we haven't learned any lessons, amen, from the things that we've been through. And I believe that when you're alert spiritually, God gives you insight about where you are. Do I have anybody? Listen, the last time you've been through something, did you pray about it? Did you fast? Did you do the work that's necessary spiritually in order to get clear, a clearer understanding of what you were going through? Jesus, amen, saw a need to assemble a prayer team. Amen. He got Peter, amen, the two sons of Zebedee, and he brought them, amen, with him, amen, and he wanted them to pray with him. He wanted them to be there for this. Now, this wasn't the first time he had brought them with, them, with him. He had brought them at the Mount of Transfiguration. See, for some reason, these men, God was preparing them for leadership. Come on, somebody. God, Jesus was showing them that if you're going to be a leader, if you're going to serve me, if you're going to, because Peter's getting ready, amen, to take over the church, to start the church, future tense. But Jesus was exposing him, exposing them to some things that they needed to know. Can I tell you something? Even on the toughest issues that you're facing in life, God is trying to expose you to some things that you're going to need later on for this journey. Are you with me? So that you won't respond the same way, amen, that, like you used to respond. Are you with me? And so today we find in verse 39, Jesus has already expressed the fact that he was hurting and he was, he, was, his, he was grieved to the point of death. In other words, he was honest about his feelings. And I told you lastly last week, you got to ask yourself a question, who's praying for you? Because who is praying for you is very, very, very important. I know you want to be by yourself in your mess. Come on, somebody. I know you don't want nobody to bother you. I know you get into your zone, auto zone, amen, whatever zone, comfort zone, amen, me, myself, and I zone. And I know you want to be there all by yourself, but may I say something to you? You're going to need somebody to pray for you because prayer, and I'll show you this at 10 o'clock, prayer is an important piece to your development. I wish I had somebody. Prayer changes you. Are you with me? But Jesus now is at the place where he is in the garden of Gethsemane. I keep saying he's in the pressing place. He's in the crushing place. And I want to say this. Oftentimes when we get into the crushing place of life, the last thing we do is pray. Come on, somebody. And whatever issues you're facing this morning, I want to tell you something. Amen. The issue is not with everybody else. Hello, somebody. The issue may be you. 
Are you with me? Watch the text. The text says in verse 39, and, and he brought them with them, but he went a little beyond them. Amen. He, he left them here, and he went a little bit beyond them. Amen. That word, that word beyond, it means to proceed, to make a forward move. So my first point today is if you're going to uh, face life's toughest issues, you ready for this? Write it down. First thing is keep going forward. <laughs> Come on, somebody. The devil wants you <laughs> to have a pity party with those you brought with you to pray with you. I'm going somewhere. The, the, listen, listen. Jesus in, in, in a picture format is going further into, watch this, the inner courts. You know, when the priest would pray for you, the priest would go in beyond the veil. Jesus is going beyond the veil. Now, I'm not saying that that's what it says, but I'm just using my sanctified imagination to say that he went a little further. Amen. And oftentimes when issues face us, amen, we stop. And so I want to encourage you to keep going forward. Turn to your name and say, keep going forward. Keep, keep going forward. Don't you stop. Even, listen, when we feel secure, when we see a little break of dawn or you see a little light, don't you stop. Keep going. Because Satan has a way of camouflaging. Amen. He has a way of trying to show you things that's not real. And you got to be careful that you don't get sidetracked while you're trying to face this issue that you're going through right now. You see, Jesus understood that there are some things and there are some conversations that he had with the Father was just between him and the Father. Are you with me? And so he went into the inner court. He went beyond, come on somebody, come on somebody. In your prayer life, you got to go beyond, beyond the veil. You got to go beyond this little, thank you Lord for my food. And you got to go beyond, thank you Lord for waking me up. And you got to get a little bit deeper. And you got to go a little bit further into your prayer life so that you can get deeper with the Father and you can understand what he wants you to do in this situation. Are you with me? text says he went a little beyond them. And look what he says next. And he says, he fell on his face. My, my, my. And what did he do when he fell on his face? He fell on his face and prayed. See, your posture in prayer is very important. See, sometimes we're just sitting up praying. Come on, somebody. You know what I mean? We're not really, listen, listen, we have a situation in our lives, right? But we, we're just giving this little half-hearted prayer. You know what I mean? Listen, Jesus was at the point of reliance. Listen, him falling on his face to pray was not a sign of weakness. It was a sign of strength because he understood the source of his strength. The Bible says he fell on his face. 
and falling on his face, he had what? The right posture. So the second thing I want to tell you, amen, if you're going to face life's toughest issues, you got to remember your strength comes through prayer. I'm going to say it one more time. Your strength, listen, prayer does a lot of things. Prayer does a lot of things. And Jesus prayed because he knew, watch this, what he had to face was tough. And the only way that he could face it, amen, is if he gained the strength through prayer. When was the last time you prayed, God, give me strength? Come on, somebody. May I say something to you? You got to ask God for what you need. And sometimes the things we're asking for are just external and nothing spiritual. See, what you need to face that issue, it has to be spiritual. Folk plotting on you, lying on you. Come on, somebody. Can't get along with folk. Amen. Trouble on every side. Amen. You go to work, it's there. You come home, it's there. Come on, somebody. You go to church, it's there. You need prayer. But never forget that your strength, sometimes we're ready to give up. When these issues face us, financial issues. Oh, yeah, don't forget that. Relational issues. Amen. Crisis. How do you handle crisis? Well, Jesus is showing us how to handle it. Remember, your strength comes through prayer. Look what he says next. He says, now look at it. Now let's peek into his prayer. Let's peek into his prayer life. So we have the posture. Now let's peek into his prayer life. He says next, he says, he says, my father. Mm, mm, mm. First of all, it just goes to show you what Jesus' relationship was Tuesday night. Be here. I'm going to show you something about being fathered by God. He says, my father. The question I have to, for you today, is he just your father when you're going through? Is he just your daddy when you need something? Because if he's your father, come on somebody, our life will look like it. Like we're dependent on him. Like we really need him. He says, father, if it is possible, now let me tell you about this, this word possible here. See, you got to read scripture. And when you read scripture, you got to be very careful how you read scripture. Watch this. If it is possible does not mean that Jesus doubted that he had the power to do it. So it reads like this in the Greek. It reads, my father, because you're powerful, <laughs> because you're mighty, because you're able, amen, let this cup pass for me. That's how it reads in the original Greek. And oftentimes what happens to us is that sometimes, amen, we misunderstand how powerful God is. So my next point is, 
If you're going to face life's toughest issues, you ready for this? Be honest with God. Be honest. God, I know you got the power, but Lord, listen, I'm, take this thing from me. Now, now let, me, let me show you why I say be honest. Jesus knew there was no way he could not have done this. Come on, somebody. Listen, Jesus knew that that was the reason why he came to earth. Come on, somebody. He knew, amen, that was his purpose. But may I say something to you? You ready for this? Strong men get weak sometimes. Strong people get weak sometimes. And it's okay when you get weak to say, God, I don't want to do this. I, I, I don't feel it today. I don't, I don't feel my best today, Lord. Lord, Lord, I'm asking you. See, his honesty reveals his relationship. Come on, somebody. You heard that? You heard what I just said? His honesty revealed his what? Relationship. And there are times, amen, when we don't want to be honest with God. God, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I just can't do this. I just, I know you got the power to take it from me. I know you're able. I know you're powerful. I know you have the strength to do this. But why do I have to do this? He says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup. Let me tell you about that cup. That's those issues that you're facing. You know what's in that cup? Bitterness. Here's the other thing that was in that cup. You ready? Wrath. Here's another thing that was in that cup. Sin. Here's another thing that was in that cup. Death. Master something? What's in your cup? And if you're honest with God, amen, he can help you to carry that cup. He says, let it pass from me. And look what he says lastly, and I'm going to my seat. Y'all looking deep this morning. He says, Yet not as I will. Mm. See, I know what I want to do. I want to run. I want to hide. Listen, I want to get back in my bed. It's gloomy outside. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Look like it's it been looking like it's going to rain for a whole week and ain't did nothing. That, that's what I call sleeping weather. And don't have some issues in your cup. I'm not talking about no lean in your cup. I'm talking about issues. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about issues in your cup. You don't want to get up and go to church. You don't want to make no prayer meeting. You don't even want to go to Bible study. Because this kind of weather puts you in a place where the world says you are depressed. He says, you know, 
understand what I got to do? But not as I will. See, I want to run. I want it to go away. Come on, somebody. I want to quit. I, amen, want to be comfortable. I don't want no pain. I don't want no trouble. So that's why I stay to myself. I, I, I. But may I tell you something about this Christian life? It's not about you or me. I wish I had somebody. And when you and I get to the place where we can see that our lives is not about us, but it's all about him working through us for his glory and for his will, then we can face those issues. Because those issues are directly related, watch this, to him. And Satan knows how you handle issues. He knows, come on somebody, he knows just the way you're going to handle it. He knows you're going to run. He knows it's going to be all about you. That's why he chose Jesus. But I want to take on Jesus' attitude. Father, yet not as I will, but as what? You will. Now, my last point, I'm going to sit down. You ready for this? I think this is one of the hardest ones here. Yet. Not as I will. But as your will. If you're going to face life's toughest issues, the last thing you got to do is ask God to understand his will. Ask God to understand his will. When, we, when our cup is full with eyes, amen, it's hard to see God in any of it. It's hard to see if God is anywhere in this thing. We don't even see God. And yet, as a result of that, we get out of his will. And when you are out of God's will, see, when you're going through issues, and if you are in Christ, you are in the proper place. If you're in a storm this morning, you're in his will. Come on, somebody. If you got trials this morning, you're in his will. That's why James says, he says, when you encounter various trials, he says, I want you to count it all joy, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And he says, let endurance have its perfect results so that you may know the will of God. Romans 12 says that do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may know the... You see, what I need to do right now, this morning, is to ask God, help me to understand your will. Father, it's tough. The doors are closing. 
My cup, hallelujah, is full of wrath. My cup is full of self and bitterness and wrath and, and, all, and death and all kinds of stuff. But yet, I, 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 I want to escape this one thing. But Lord, not my will. So give me the strength through prayer to hold on. And when I understand your will, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you glory. And I'm going to be better than I was when I went in. When I get out. And if you're here today, I want to say this to you. It may not look like you're winning right now. Come on, somebody. But we knew in the end, Jesus won. Didn't he? From where he is in chapter 26 to the end of chapter 28, he wins. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. They nailed him one hand. They nailed the other hand. They riveted his feet. They beat him. They pierced him in the side. Put him in a borrowed tomb. But early Sunday morning, I wish I had somebody. Early Sunday morning, he says, Father, thank you because I understood your will. Somebody here today, I want to tell you something. It ain't over yet. You got to bear that cross before you can get the glory. Before you can understand what it means to be refined by God. So if you're here today and you want prayer this morning, Pastor, I'm facing these issues. I need to understand God's will. This cup that I'm carrying, it's bitter. I'm trying to make sense of my life, but yet, hallelujah, I can't make sense of it. If you want me to pray for you today, I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray for you this morning. God has spoken to you. I want to pray for you this morning.